It's best if you don't reach out. The unexceptional late 30s male against COVID-19, genital herpes, and $18 an hour employment. For more adventures, visit my website, bestifyoudon't.com. Valentine's Day 2023. My name is Jason Kincaid. Two years ago, I met the greatest love of my life and then broke up with her because she has genital herpes and I don't. While I absolutely wouldn't care about contracting genital herpes in my forever home, I had no guarantee she wouldn't infect me and split. Would it take one year? Five? Ten? I told her I didn't want to be a single man with genital herpes, but we could enjoy an abstinent-until-marriage relationship. At least then she would have to put a little more thought into eventually dumping me. Except she sing-songingly repeated my idea back to me, Let's just wait until marriage. And that was that. Except that wasn't that. If my life was a stupid and forgettable movie, the epilogue would read, And Jason Kincaid never found love again. Except movie characters don't actually have to live their succinct epilogue. For me, assuming I'm in the exact middle of my life right now, the end credits are going to roll for 14,600 more days. Two years later, I remain traumatized to my core, and my core is now rotten. All I do is wake up and read the following subreddits. R herpes, R HSV positive, R herpes cure research, R herpes picks. And then I read them again when I go to bed. Anyway, let me tell you about the month containing Valentine's Day. I met so many women that these are only the highlights. The highlights. I met a beautiful Russian woman who also speaks French. That's a pretty narrow pool of people in Tucson, so I better not tell you much else about her. She selected a Mexican seafood place for dinner that I was skeptical to try. When I pulled into the shopping center, I noticed a more appealing sports bar and grill I wished we were meeting at instead. I enjoy Mexican seafood, but the place she picked was on par with fast food joints. Giant pictures of the menu and food blocked out the floor-to-ceiling windows. Well, turns out she lives farther from me than I thought, and she simply searched the internet for a convenient midpoint between us. After consuming the safest dish I could find, I suggested we keep drinking at that sports bar. The inside smelled like barbecue pork, sounded like redneck banter, and looked like MAGA and Q. So I joked we better not reveal our liberal loyalties, and if possible, she should speak with an American accent. She pointed out her denim jacket was a better cover than my outward school teacher appearance. She thanked me for the date, but I didn't try for a second. She lives pretty far away and has a busy life. In case you forgot COVID was real, I also met a beautiful native woman whose husband of nearly 20 years died so early in the pandemic she was interviewed by television news. Since his death, she had one boyfriend relationship that lasted a year, and then I was her first ever internet date. We ate pizza and played pool, then made out with each other like crazy teenagers. The date was pretty hot, 
but I felt uncomfortable with how recently she became a widow. Nothing against her and her choices, but damn, you can die and your spouse just moves on like you didn't exist? I mean, I would want my hypothetical wife to do the same and pursue happiness after me, but the situation still makes me sad. She has a busy life of no longer working due to his life insurance policy where she travels and goes back to college. I didn't ask for a second date. I am going to have to tiptoe around the next beautiful woman I met this month, too. She is something of a local music celebrity. And I know dropping celebrity in the context of Tucson, Arizona is a stretch. But in the context of Tucson, Arizona, she is a local music celebrity. I was wondering how we even matched. But then we met, and she told me her Border Patrol ex-husband cheated on her the entire marriage, including impregnating another woman at the same time she was pregnant. She was open to some of my moves, just not the big ones. Even though I normally rely on context clues to initiate intimacy, I straight up asked her if she even wanted a kiss at the end of the night. She said she did, just not then and there because she is very fearful of men and their motives. I feel badly, but I unmatched her in the middle of a conversation a couple days later. She is going to think I wasn't willing to wait on sex or whatever, which isn't true. I was just feeling overwhelmed with the volume of dates I had swirling around Valentine's Day. The most unexpectedly erotic date I went on this month was an impromptu virtual encounter. I matched with a Colorado woman as she was leaving Arizona where she visits her tattoo artist. She asked if I would talk to her on the phone to keep her company during her drive home. The chat was lively and she thanked me for making her laugh a lot. She suggested I give her an hour or two to decompress and then we conclude the night on a video call. I agreed, and while our voice call hadn't been steamy, she appeared on video with her breasts barely hidden behind a thin t-shirt. She said, I'm sorry about the nipples, but I can't wear a bra while my new tattoo is healing. I thought that might be a ruse and was proven correct when later she asked me to show her my penis. After she spread her ass and watched me come three times, she said, I like making love, but I love fucking. Would you be willing to beat me up after I get my next tattoo? I told her probably not. I miss my goddess with herpes so much. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. It's best if you don't reach out. The unexceptional late 30s male against COVID-19 genital herpes and $18 an hour employment. For more adventures, visit my website, bestifyoudon't.com.